Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for taking the time to share with me. Today's topic is on the topic of time. It's called Time and Again, and the pearl of the day is flow and go. Last week we were talking about Lifeline, and we were we had the, our very special guest was Ellen Shell from the La Leche League, and we were we were talking about attachment parenting and the whole notions around the literally the lifeline between mother and child and that bond, and how long does the bond through the physical um, the physical dimension of breastfeeding need to take place, and when does it become a crutch? So um, it was a very awesome, awesome conversation. You can find that on the archives at blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls, as well as all the past the past shows that we've done. And this week I, I hosted a mom shop. I host a mom shop at uh, the beautiful Integrative Healing Center, which is a holistic spa in, um, and treatment center in my town in Port Washington. And, you know, leading up to it, you know, I get so excited. I just love doing the mom shops, and I host them monthly now on the, on the first Thursday of the month. And we were talking we were talking about time, and I met a mom who was, you know, really anxious and just so so very just, just such a perfect example of how moms usually feel about <laughs> towards motherhood. Like all of a sudden, it's just like everything else gets stripped away, and it's all about the child, and and holding firmly to the belief that any time spent on yourself or doing anything other than something for your child is wasted time. And also what I sensed was that moms just get so anxious about everything that they spend most of their time worrying and on the anxiety than actually in the moment and being able to step in and just kind of enjoy. So going into the mom shop, I really just wanted every mom to come in and just have the time to sit down, do something for themselves, and just breathe and really just kind of help them relax with it. And it's it's always a really good practice for me to be able to do that. And, you know, this week has been a rather rather rough week for me personally. And finding the things that I connect with and that I that I really get enjoyment from is has been so healing in so many ways. And we kind of lose that. As we go through time, especially as moms, we lo- we lose those parts of ourselves that we used to be passionate about. We lose those things that we used to have interest in, you know, unless we really make a concerted, focused effort to keep that up. So one of the questions that I ask and that I ask you to think about now is is your notion of how one you view time, you know, do you really see it as just a measurement? Do you just see some see it as like this huge looming pressure and loaded gun that that's held to your head? Or do you see it something that 
that is constantly working in your favor because time is really what you make of it, right? And if you look at different um, different religions throughout history, there's been so many ways to just even tell time. You know, think about before we had before we had the invention of of the clock, and you know, and how time was told, and why it was necessary to even understand the concept of time. I mean, we knew things happened in kind of a natural order, and as things evolved, and you know, and it was really based on farmers who who wanted to track their to track their crops and that cycle of which you know when to plant and when to let grow and when to harvest. And then we had the astronomers that came in that that started tracking the stars to get some notion of the the night sky was the same on this particular you know in elements of these amount of times. And then you have your own um, you have different different more primitive cultures that told time from you know from counting beads or doing basket weaving and it kind of that notion of time reminds me of how you can tell how old a tree is it's basically you cut it you cut into it and you look at the bark and you see how many rings it has or if you look at a ladybug you can tell how old it is by how many spots it has and so there's all these different ways to measure time, and time is really just an instrument. It's just a space. It's just, it's just, um, just kind of a, a vacuum that's waiting to be filled. And our modern notion of time has really set it towards the clock. Okay, we understand there's 24 hours between the the sun and the moon. So that the there's a certain amount of time that the moon is up, and there's a certain amount of time that the sun is up. And once that that all starts happening, we really break it down like to the, to the second. I'm surprised that we ha- we don't have a clock now. Well, actually, we do have a clock that's like you know the nanos nanosecond and millisecond. But we we're so used to at least in our modern society of running by the clock. And me, my background is actually as an attorney, so I've been trained. You know, you bill on an hourly basis, so I'm very conscious of my time, my time when when I'm working and when I'm working with my clients and making sure that they get the most bang for their buck and get the most time out of you know their money and that kind of stuff. And it starts taking taking a measurement, and we always say, you know, time is money, and time is money, and time is money. And, you know, it, it just, it, it, that those whole concepts for me, like, when we're at, when we're in in the scope of parenting, it's like, it, it's just some things are so foreign. <laughs> they don't, you know, they don't kind of, fused together, but when we break it down on such that minute-to-minute instantaneous actions, like when we first start having our families, you know, we're in such a time warp. You know, first you can start when we're pregnant, and it takes nine, sometimes very, very long, long months for our child to form inside us and to bring it from, you know, the spiritual plane into existence. And that entire time, it's you know, you're constantly just giving way and making way and room. And there's really, you know, you can't rush that process. Like, it's going to take nine months for a baby to develop. You know, sure, you can have a preemie or it can become late. But, you know, that's that's the process. Then once it's here, it's like you go into this whole time warp alternate reality where, you you don't really know your days or your nights or or anything when the newborn is home. It's just kind of all 
you're literally in in a warped <laughs> warped sense of sense of time, and your time now revolves around. Okay, was that time? Is it to feed? What time is it? You know, to clean, to bathe, and with sleep time. And that's really all you know. So the sense of that modern world and that modern clock really no longer has its place. And also our sense of, of keeping pace with, with our modern version of time. There are different times when we do go into that time work, not just newborn phase, but think of you if you ever had like that super slow motion moment <laughs> before something was going to happen in your life and time slows down and you see things happening before they actually happen. Or, you know, usually that happens when in an accident or something like that where you get these warped senses of time. And then there are times where you just see like, okay, I have to drop everything because there's a funeral. There's something else I have to attend to. I have to go pick my child up from school because they're sick. It doesn't matter what you're doing in that given moment. You know that moment's going to stop because you have other other things that you prioritize. So when I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about all of this, and, you know, starting to talk with these moms, it's like, what do we really consider a good use of our time and a bad use of our time? What do we consider a, a waste of time? And time and again, many moms feel that t- taking any time for themselves is a waste of time. Meanwhile, all your time on this life, in this lifetime, is spent with yourself. So you are a well you're well worth the investment of your own time, right? I mean, we spend so much time on our on our children and everywhere else, but you're and you're constantly in that process. So just even by being present, you have to take the time to still be you. So why not be the happiest, best version of yourself that you can possibly be in any given moment? And why not set that as an example for your children that you are you are worthy investment? Because what would happen then is then they grow up thinking, oh, my only job really is to, you know, my my only job and the only good use of my time is to spend it on everybody else except myself. So getting into the practice early and when your kids are young and can see you, taking the time for yourself and putting up the boundaries or or just reorientating your your yourself around time and what you're doing and taking yourself out of anxiety mode and just going into more of the flow will help not only you get more enjoyment out of your day instead of just, yeah, and I have to do this and I have to do that and and then I have to drop off this one and I have to drop off that one and oh my God and blah, blah, blah. Then you just start kind of flowing with it and you take you take that edge off and once you do, everything else just starts expanding. Gabrielle Bernstein did a vlog and talked about time um, a couple of weeks ago and you can find all of her stuff on gabbyb.com tv.com and I haven't yet watched that that video but I get what she was saying from her articles about once you and she said it on a lecture too is like once you start getting over the notion of you're not going to have enough time time just starts opening up when you just start allowing your days to flow even if you have 10 things that are that you know are scheduled 
if you just kind of allow it to, to flow, it'll happen easier. I mean, think think about how many times you're running late. and <laughs> For me, that's like every morning, but I'm just so used to it. And no matter how fast I drive or how I blow through my stop signs or whatever, I'm still going to be late. So I might as well just take the time to get myself there safely and to get my child there safely and to stop at that stop sign and wave at the cop that's usually on the corner. And and do it with a sense of more of a sense of purpose and a sense of commitment to to that moment. And I also find like, you know, a few weeks ago also I was I was I was antsy about like, okay, I've been kinda of cooped up with my kids, they were sick and I had a lot focusing on them and I now needed to go start and and do things for myself and I there was like three people that I wanted to see that that they were on my checklist that I had to call, I had to connect with, I had to do stuff with and I started putting, you know, just that intention out that I wanted to, you know, run into these three people. But I still had to pick up my daughter, and she wanted to go for ice cream, and we walked into the ice cream place. And the first person that was on my list walked in, then the second person that was on my list walked in. And as we were walking out, I ran into the third person. So showing up and just also having having a focus on how you want to spend how you do want to spend your time and where your energy is going to go that kind of also skips skips the steps and things start happening for you i mean think of how many times you've you started thinking about somebody and then they call or you see a post on facebook or you get an email you know same same thing our thoughts kind of link us through time time with each other and you know i hate to kind of put it this way but I'm going to, is that, you know, every moment, you know, our first breath in this world and in our life and every breath that you kind of take, you can look at it in a way that you're taking one last breath here. You're taking one more breath that's closer to your last breath here. So, which each breath, why not make it purposeful like we all have the same destination anyway in this lifetime and that is is to eventually die (laughs) so why not take each breath as it comes and enjoy it and be present and be as mindful and see that in and of itself as just a beautiful way to spend to spend your time and in and in the flow so when you start thinking about the ways that you can not only just maximize your time and expand time and and enjoy your time, you also kind of get into this notion of taking the the negative spin out of the simple things that you're doing, out of the everyday things that you you would put into the wasting time, you know, whether it's just whether it's just, you know, doing the laundry or things around the house or going for a walk or or doing chores and that kind of stuff, you know, turn that into mindful meditations, turn that into walking meditations, turn that into, you know, the funnest thing that you have to do today is be in the kitchen with your kids and and cook dinner and um, get them all engaged and active and and enjoy the process rather than just being like, oh, my God, it's, it's already running late and I haven't even started dinner yet and, oh, my God, you know, just try to flow more into it and then see how, Everything else flows around you and how then your relationship with your children also tends to chill out because that's really ultimately the symbiotic relationship that we have with our children in every given moment is affected by whatever energy we bring into the the moment with them. So if we're carrying like a basket case, <laughs> all this anxiety about what we need to do to do today, you know, they kind of they kind of feel it and they know that they're not getting 
your full, undivided, wholesome, beautiful attention that you know that you can be giving or sharing the moment with, and they know that. So um, a lot of the, the things that were coming up were, um, were even just being able to take the time to go take a shower or do what you need to do in the bathroom and just having simple moments like that for yourself. And the truth is, it's like time time will work for you. You will find the time. And sometimes you do need to put boundaries in, in place so you can grasp your moments. But if you already go into a moment and have the intention that this is going to be my time, chances are you will you will not be disturbed once you establish that that you know boundary with your with yourself first. If you're first permitting an, an intrusion. Or, you know, and then secondarily with with your family, that if they know, you know, mommy's going to work or mommy has to do this or or I need this time, chances are you will get it. It may take a couple of times before they get the picture that you, you're really serious about declaring and claiming your time. Um, but, you know, that's totally a first step in being able to find that space and time within your own house um, just to kind of have that peace of mind. And I, I found this quote while I was thinking about while I was thinking about this topic, and it says, the day will happen whether you get up or not by John Chirati. And I just really I just really love that. Like the like time will go on, the sun will rise tomorrow, winter will come again, summer will come again. And it's really your choice of how you want to participate in any given moment, in any given day. And you know, you kind of have your own checklist of when you want a good time, who do you call? When you want, a, you know, when you want somebody to just go out and cry with, you know, who do you call? When you want to get a good reality slap in the face, <laughs> sometimes you just have to wake up for that. But other times, you know, who's going to give that to you, or you know, you can call call mom for that, or if you need a good pat on the back, you know, who are you going to call for that? So you already kind of know who's within your environment. And within your relationships, like the kind of experiences you can expect to have and what kind of time you're going you're going to have with that. And if you want to really rock a good time with some moms, call me up and we'll do some mom shops. But um but I really feel that it's 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 so much it's so much of having holding an intention but also letting the flow happen. So we can have everything planned out to the minute. I'm going to call this person and we're going to have this kind of time and blah, 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 blah. But you still need to leave that room and let go of that control and that illusion that we have that we can control the aspects really of our time that much and still let things happen in a beautiful, organic way and, and allow kind of space to unfold because while we're in every given moment, we're operating on so many levels. We're operating just by filtering what we see and experience in environment in our in our physical form, in our spiritual form and energetic form, as well as our as our mental form. So all of these bodies are kind of working together and there's a lot happening at every given moment, even before we get get into our environmental factors, our external our external um influences that that happen and stimuli and TV and media and environment and all that other kind of stuff. And then before you bring in another person into the mix. So these things are all kind of happening at once. And there's a lot of times, especially this week, where I've, I've, I've woken up or I've been walking around wondering, you know, <laughs> 
exactly which reality I'm in because sometimes it feels like I've I've jumped into an alternate reality and I don't know if anybody's seen Men in Black 3 yet but we saw it last weekend and there's a character in it Griffin who is he's an awesome character as far as he's a fifth dimensional being and his ability is being able to see through any space and possibility of t- like of the space-time continuum. So think like Back to the Future all rolled up into Griffin as far as there being many alternate alternate realities that can happen and, and alternate things that can happen in every inside of every given moment. So me talking now, I could say this or that or this or that, or just in a daily lifetime, you know, it my life can be one way or it can be another way. And he keeps finding himself like, knowing because he can see through all these dimensional and, and realities happening kind of at one time, but his physical body is still in 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 one space and time, and he keeps getting the cues, and he's like, oh, I'm in this one. <laughs> and sometimes, especially this week, like, that's exactly how I feel. I'm just like, oh, I, I'm in this reality. Right, Got gotcha. Is there a way where I can jump over to a different reality, a different version of myself where <laughs> where I'm, you know, I have this this other real dream life or whatever. Um, and I feel like a lot of people sometimes feel that, that they're not living up to their highest point or things happen within their lives. It's like, how did I get here? And how is this actually happening to me now? And it's very surreal. And, and how do I get out of it? Like, is the answer to try an, exper- an experiment with the butterfly effect? Like, should I start going, rounding up butterflies and, like, killing them? <laughs> killing them? Because they say if you, you know, click the wings off a butterfly here, then there's ripple effects throughout time elsewhere. So um, I, I, I obviously don't encourage killing butterflies. But um, but it's an option, and it's a theory, and I wonder, <laughs> kind of curious if that works. Um, but when you kind of grasp your reality of where you are, you can start looking back in time to see through not just this lifetime, but through your family and your ancestry, as well as any past lifetimes that you believe you may have had, which have set the course for you to have whatever experience you're experiencing in your present time. Natalie Berthold, who I've had on the on the show before, does family constellation therapy, and um, the show that we had her on was called The Family Pact, and I worked with her on Friday night, and is beautiful. She's just amazing. The work that she does is amazing and it's transformative and it's like, you know, a lifetime of therapy in inside a half an hour. And you see through space and time in the work that she does that it's all basically called right right to the moment that we're working on so we can kind of see the patterns in not just our space, but in the energy field that that gets carried with us through the family in our ancestry. And see, you can see how it all plays out, and why certain patterns continue on, and why certain patterns can continue on down the generational line if we don't undo the cords that that still bind us to it in the present time. So that helps, you know, it helps me personally every single time. But um, but it, it it got me on the larger concept of just, 
you know, of just how how small yet so significant our time really is here. So being as mindful as you can and conscious of of what is going on and being able to work it out is so, I feel, so instrumental in you being able to have a better time, an even better time as you go on and as 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 time moves on um, and just being able to to enjoy. And just to, just to sum up a little bit more, I found this other quote by John Archibald Wheeler that says, time is what prevents everything from happening at once. So again, like we, we distill this measurement of time so it can give us a sense that we're not this Griffin character having this... <laughs> fifth dimensional experience of being everywhere at once, but we can keep ourselves focused on this timeline that we all have chosen to be here during this space and time and moving forward. And everybody has their own markers. I am very big in, you know, when in not comparing and contrasting and, and being competitive with other people because everyone will get whatever insights and, and guidance they need and experiences that they need to have in their time, the same with children, they'll all come to what they need to do in their own time. Obviously, if there's other significant delays happening, you should look into it, but things happen in their own time. My child has his own pace of time for doing things. No matter how late we're running, no matter how bad I'm rushing, it doesn't matter. He is not going to rush. He doesn't know that pace and I'm sure that comes that stems generational generationally down the ancestry line from my dad cuz my dad's the same way like there's only one pace that 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 these two have and it's their pace and no no amount of time measurement is going to speed up that pace so once we understand what our own pace is and what our children's pace is and of those around us and obviously you can get something in an instant and you want to bang you know, your spouse over the head or your friend over the head with, like, don't you get what I'm saying? And they just fully might not because it's not their time yet to have that epiphany and to to receive the information. So once we understand that and set our own markers, everything else kind of falls into place. And you start becoming more aware of, of where you are spending your time and what does suck the energy out of it and where it does become... Uh, I hate to say wasted time, but where it does become a waste of time, where you are with people or you are in a situation where you know you're giving all your energy into, but it's not being received or it's being literally your life force. It feels like it's being sucked out of you. So if you did picture yourself as a clock and you can see yourself as you know, your arms are the extension of time, and it's really the, whatever energy you're putting out into your space, whatever is in your world, your relationships, your family, your career, whatever is in your world, you can choose how you spend your time, how much energy you're going to extend out with your arms that are now in the clock, how much energy you're going to extend out into any of that, any of those aspects of yourself. And once you start just understanding that and and feeling comfortable with it, things just move more freely and you can call to you exactly what you need in any given moment in time to help you move on from and do your evolution evolutionary jump. So that was fun. That was a fun way to spend my time. I hope you enjoyed spending your time with me on this little little <laughs> time 
time warping device that I have called the Mama's Pearls Radio Show. And you can always connect with me via Facebook or on my website, which is www.mamaspearls.com. And I'm just going to take this moment to invite you to just breathe into your present and just remind you to enjoy your time, enjoy your family, say I love you, have your carpe diem moments with, with your family, and really, truly, exact, exactly, all the love and all the joy from every moment of time. Have a beautiful weekend, and we'll chat again soon.